You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. Before I dive into today's episode, I first want to say Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate because that is the day this episode is dropping, but also to remind you not to forget to sign up for The Right Way to Resolution. This is a free, I repeat, free one-hour Zoom call that's happening on January 3rd from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern with replays being sent out. I'm going to teach you my way to setting goals to actually achieve the resolutions you are after and uh, also what happens when you typically go for challenges like dry January or 75 hard and how to apply that knowledge to actually benefit you rather than making it a check mark off of the first part of your year. We want long-term results people so go to the show notes or go to justdiamondcoaching.com forward slash resolution to sign up. I want to see you there. It's the first workshop of 2024 and it's really designed to help you set the tone and create a plan for just about the entire year. I'm being honest here and it's the tactics I use with my one-on-one clients, but I'm giving it to you guys for free. So please go sign up. Stop hesitating. It's literally next week is when it's happening. Also, the episode you are about to hear is a little bit more on the the more serious side, I guess you could say, of episodes. So if you're in a holly jolly festive mood right now because it is Christmas, hold off on listening to this episode. But don't hold off on signing up for my workshop. All right, now back to the show. All right, this episode of How To 20-Something goes out to all of you who are considered to be the strong friend. And honestly, it's for those of you who have a strong friend and how you can check in on them, plus why you absolutely need to begin doing so. It might not come to a surprise to any of you, especially because it's kind of part of the territory with the work I do as a life coach, but I am a strong friend. And before I begin describing the strong friend, I do want to make it very clear that the opposite of the strong friend is not, and I want to emphasis on the not, the weak friend. If you're listening and thinking, I know I'm not the strong friend, then you are probably the friend that can express emotions a bit easier, which is something the strong friend could learn. You're the friend that trusts easier, that shows vulnerability easier, and has more of an open heart to let people in. Not everyone is a strong friend, and most strong friends weren't born this way. It's a characteristic that was formed over time through a lot of tough challenges they've had to overcome. The strong friend probably experienced a lot of hardships and was forced into the position, and now they built walls to protect themselves from feeling those levels of hurt again. So consider yourself fortunate if you are not the strong friend, as you are probably more forgiving and open to life. 
But I'm creating this episode as a strong friend to help other strong friends understand themselves a bit better and for the friends of the strong friends to understand their friend a bit better. And I'm probably going to get very heated around this topic and very passionate, so buckle up because every group has a strong friend. This is the person you can count on and come to for anything. And if it's not you, then you can probably think of the person who fills that role in your life. The strong friend is the person you don't really ever see break down, is referred to a lot by how much strength and courage they have when pursuing something in their life or when going through something. The strong friend is who you can depend on and look towards when the world has abrupt and chaos. They are the person who maintains a level head and emotion-free perspective and is the supportive person in your life. They'll typically give you judgment-free advice whether you want to hear it or not and also create the safe place for you, the friend of the strong friend to break down. The problem is, as the strong friend, it becomes really hard to be able to turn to anyone because we're this indestructible human in their eyes and we subconsciously believe that we have to fight our battles alone. That somehow it's okay for other people to rely on us, but it's not okay to return the favor and rely back on them. Maybe somewhere within us is the belief that to break down is to be weak. And when you show people the vulnerable side to you, your reputation of being strong goes down the drain. That it's okay for other people to break down, but that doesn't apply in the same retrospect to you. Even though it actually makes you stronger to show the weakest parts of you with the right people, of course. Because not everyone needs to see all sides of you. I actually had a conversation about walls with a client not too long ago, and we talked about the negative connotation of putting up walls, to which I reassured her that walls are our protection, and not everyone has earned a ticket to the inside. So it's okay if there are only a handful of people that see that side. It's the people who have your back and truly see you for you and not some persona of who they think you are or who they want you to be. But as the strong friend, it can be extremely difficult to break down your walls for anyone. Therefore, making it extremely difficult for the strong friend to seek out help and support. And something I've experienced over this last year is that anytime I've tried to extend my hand out for someone to help me up when I was down, I was reassured with praise of how strong I am and amazing and incredible. And while that's true, that's just not what I was looking for at that time. Sometimes we just need you to be with us. Give us a place to lean on because most of the time everyone else is using us as a support system and we're tired. The big question is, who becomes a strong friend's support when their world feels like it's crumbling down? But, like I said, I guess this episode is split in two because it's for the strong friend listening and it's for the friend of the strong friend listening. I want to start with my message to the strong friend. The friend who downplays their own struggles, maybe even makes a joke about what's going wrong in their life or minimizes their hardships. The friend who is seen as the positive beacon of light and is the source of motivation and encouragement to those around them. The friend who is the emotional and mental support system for all of their friends and maybe even some family members. What I want to say to you as the strong friend who is listening is... It's okay to feel quote-unquote weak. It's okay to scream and cry. It's okay to not be so strong all the time. 
You're allowed to break down and not be so positive. You're allowed to not be a support system for once in your life. And you're allowed to reach out for the help you need. I know it's hard to have someone else see you break down because it means your guard is down, your walls are thin, and you feel exposed and are being vulnerable, which is ironic because being strong also means being brave, and vulnerability is very, very brave. Yet it feels nearly impossible to be vulnerable and to cry to friends who really only want to see you be happy and who know you as having the reputation of being so happy and positive. It's a quiet pressure that is put on us to persevere through the toughest of times alone. The message of if anyone can get through this bump in the road, it's you. And like, yes, we know if anyone can get through this, it's us. But it's also really fucking hard, especially when it feels like there isn't anyone to turn to. And I can tell you right now that there is a very small handful of people who I have ever cried in front of or to because it's not a fun feeling to open up, especially if you don't feel safe to do so, as in the friends you have are pretty new to your life. Most of my tears are shed in my apartment when I'm all alone, and I honestly just think of Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms when she says, save your tears for the pillow, because that's exactly what I do. But being alone is also a time when I can confront my emotions and not feel as though I need to put on this facade of I'm fine. One of the biggest challenges we face as a strong friend is opening up to those around us and it becomes increasingly more difficult as we move to new cities, we form new friendships, and we have different circles of people that we have yet to establish that level of a relationship with. These people, regardless of how incredible they are, are too new for you to show this vulnerable side to. And we can also add in the question of when is it appropriate to introduce a new friend to some of your sorrows and struggles? As a strong friend listening, you're probably thinking a long ass time. But from one strong friend to another, I get it. It's why I have a therapist and a life coach and my mom and my absolute best friends from childhood. You need to build up your support system. And that doesn't always consist of friends because that's not where you feel comfortable opening up all the time. Whether because you don't have a close-knit friend where you live, you don't feel comfortable bothering other people with your own issues, or you want to subconsciously uphold your reputation as the strong friend, or even some variation of all three. Being the strong friend is a title, and we wear it with a badge of honor but sometimes it limits us from establishing deeper connections with the people around us. It's as though we have been assigned this role and showing the other side of our life would mean breaking character, which could then result in not feeling needed anymore. Like if you're not presenting as a strong friend that can provide the support, then why would anyone need you? You see, there are so many limiting beliefs that come with being this type of friend And we'll continue to write these stories which only drives us further from our emotions and from relying on other people to help us up when we're the ones feeling down. A few months ago, I was having a little depressive episode, as one does, and obviously was not reaching out to anyone because I didn't want to be a bother. And that's when I received a text message from a friend literally asking me to be there for her as she was about to go through a rough time. And I responded with, absolutely, I will be there for you. Yet here I was, in tears, with my own issues, and not turning to anyone else for help, 
Or when I would, I would say something in more of a passive way, like, I'm not having a very fun time right now. Rather than, hey, I'm really fucking depressed and I need help. Because then the story also starts with, if I told this friend how much I was struggling, that she wouldn't be able to come to me for the support she needed. And that's the thing with us strong friends. We will shut off our own emotions and put our own sorrows to the side to be there for you. We mainly want to be there for you because we know how it feels to not have someone be there for us. And that is not a fun place to be. So hopefully... Now you're beginning to understand what's going on in your strong friend's mind and maybe this validated exactly how you feel if you are the strong friend that's listening. I do want to say that if you haven't seen your strong friend in a while, you need to go check on them because they will not come to you. If I haven't made that message clear enough for you by now, it's about to get really, really clear. So let's switch to how you can be there for your strong friend And that begins with stop asking them, how are you? Because we will lie. Or if we're not lying to you, we're not going to give you the whole truth. I was deep in my feels in the middle of summer. And when that happens, I start writing. So I'm going to share with you what was going on in my mind as a strong friend after receiving so many questions along the line of, how are you? Again, I wrote this several months ago, which is why I can read it to you now. It went like this. How are you? Or, how have you been? That's how it starts. Because the appropriate response, or the one they are expecting, is fine. Or good. But if I were to give that response, I would feel shitty for lying, because the truth is, I'm not fine. I'm not good. If only you could see how much I'm suffering internally, how this deep pit of sadness is anchoring me to my apartment, how my disappearance has gone unnoticed. Stop asking me how I'm doing if you're not prepared for the answer to not be mundane, surface level, or joyous. What I really want to say is I'm lonely, depressed, invisible, stressed. What I really want to say is I'm lost, not with who I am, but with where I stand. What I really want to say is I need help, but whenever I seek the help I need, I get reminded of how strong I am and amazing and special. When what I really need is support, inclusion, and validation. So please, stop asking me how I've been and start asking me how can I help you. Again, going to remind you that this was from the summer and now we are in winter and I've sought out the help I needed. But me presenting this with you is to give you that glimpse as to what is going on in the mind of the strong friend when they aren't feeling very strong yet no one thinks to check in on them because they don't present any differently on the outside. As the friend of the strong friend, you need to become hyper aware around them because they will drop subtle hints and just hope you pick up on some of the cues even knowing you probably won't. If any of my friends listening were to reflect back on any time they've asked me how things have been going over the last several months, my response almost every time has been, it's been going. Because I can't tell you It's shitty with, again, not wanting to burden you with my unhappiness, with the belief that my sad feelings will taint your pretty life. Or I can't tell you it's shitty because I don't actually believe you want to know the truth. And you're asking me how I am more as a formality. So we carry on. We suffer in silence or outsource to professionals that aren't our friends. Your strong friend needs you. 
And that starts with your awareness towards them and their slight changes in behavior or indirect responses because they will not come to you with their emotions in the same way you come to them. Telling them they can come to you is not enough. You have to dig at them a little, a lot probably, a a lot, until they let you in, which will take a lot of time and patience. Being the strong friend is tough. Being the friend of the strong friend might be even tougher. But you guys balance each other out when you understand what is going on in the other person's mind. Hence, the inspiration for me to create this episode. Also, because one of the trainers I work with, her name's Angel, she told me I need to create this episode. So here we are. But there are some ways that you, the friend of the strong friend, can help your strong friend feel a little less on alert and a little more comfortable with their feelings. You can acknowledge their strengths, highlight the attributes that you love about who they are, not just what they do for you or others, while also reminding them that you fully accept all parts of them, that you actually care when things are not going so well in their life, that you want the vulnerable and emotional sides too, and in fact, you're encouraging it. And as I've already mentioned, don't just ask how they are doing. Express genuine interest. Ask detailed questions of things they've mentioned to you in the recent past. If you keep it to surface level questions, then they are going to respond with surface level answers. Remember, we have thick skulls. We don't like letting people in. You, as the friend of the strong friend, need to take the initiative and offer help and support without them having to ask it of you. Honestly, I feel like this is just being a good friend in general. But also respect their boundaries. And know that they are used to coping with just themselves as that is what built their strength in the first place. So give them the space they need. And don't worry, they will clearly set the boundary they are asking for since their boundaries protect them the best. But most importantly, be patient with them. Don't give up on your friend who refuses to break down walls in front of you. It's going to take time. As the strong friend, we learned through various experiences that expressing emotions is wrong and unsafe. It's why we choose to self-soothe rather than seek external help. We all come from different backgrounds, upbringings, and experiences, and know that that means we will handle the same situation in very different ways. And that's okay. Our differences is what makes us who we are. The world would be so boring if we were all the same. And it honestly reminds me of the Fairly Odd Parents episode when Timmy Turner asked for everyone to be exactly the same so he wouldn't get picked on anymore and the whole cartoon world turned into gray blobs. You know I had to end this episode on a lighter note because this is a tough topic. This is a very personal topic as well. But hopefully now you understand why You are the way you are as a strong friend and how to be a friend to the strong friend. If you're the strong friend who's listening, please reach out to me as I would love to be your life coach and your support system outside of your friend group. And if you're the friend of the strong friend and have questions on how to handle your strong friend's stubbornness and closed offness, then please reach out to me. My information is always in the show notes. But like I said, this is not easy. It's not easy learning how to be friends with people who are different, who hide their emotions, who want to protect themselves from getting hurt again. And we don't know who to trust. 
Trust is a very hard thing for us to come by. If you liked what you heard, please rate the show, share it with your friends, post it on social media, and tag me at coach.justdiamond when you do. If you have something you want to contribute to an episode, an episode idea, if you have expertise in an area, if you have a story you want to tell, head to the show notes. There's links for you to fill out what you need to fill out, whether you want to actually come on here or not. But otherwise, this concludes another episode of How to 20-something. And I can't wait to be in your headphones again next week with another brand new episode.